0: In our today's episode, we navigate VUCA world with Valtrod Glieser. Valtrod is an experienced organizational consultant and the founder of two platforms with solutions for a VUCA world. One of them is the VUCA facilitator program that it is a unique and the first compact approach to navigate a VUCA environment. She is helping business leaders to understand the physical and the psychological impacts of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity upon their organizations and stakeholders. As aspiring partner with decision makers, she is empowering them to evolve a strategic thinking from a change to a transformational management perspective. And this by always having a particular focus on people and their self-awareness and well-being. With her expertise in strategic consulting and operational implementation, she's helping her customers to unlock the veils that enslave their thinking and decision-making process. And this is opening a wealth of opportunities, possibilities and solutions. Welcome, very nice and pleased to have you here with us in this uh, episode. How are you?
1: <laughs> Spiros Festival, thank you from my side and I'm really happy that you found me and that I can be part of your uh, I, our, our conversation today and I'm really, I'm excited but definitely happy too, looking forward to a very good conversation with you. Thank, thank you very you so much. much.
0: Thank you so much. So, well, Rob, uh, when and how did all this journey started with uh, with Vuka?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, concretely it was definitely 2015, and I definitely recall this, it's about seven, eight years ago already, because you know, I'm 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 a member in a in a, an association of small medium enterprises, and they asked me if I would be willing to give a keynote or a little speech about something that moves the economy in Germany and the, the members of this association. And I was wondering, and on a on a, on a Sunday morning, In a newspaper, I read an article which had the headline, VUCA or Vegas, like Las Vegas. And I thought, VUCA, I never heard about it. What is VUCA? And since I'm a very curious person, I researched for VUCA, and this was really the starting point that I had this first keynote about VUCA and of course, I did my homework. And then it was funny that it's like driving a red car, you only see red cars. So it was really coming up. I found VUCA uh, in, in many ways. And uh, so it started with that. And since then, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm dealing with it and especially with the solutions, how to handle VUCA.
0: Lovely. So um, how, do you, how, how, how is your attitude uh, nowadays? um towards VUCA.
1: For those who are familiar with German they can read Glücklicherweise es ist nur VUCA, luckily it's only VUCA. So this really describes my attitude. I mean we are coming from a world which has been volatile, uncertain, complex and then big for many many ages. Mm-hmm. and of course i mean we had industry uh, 1.0 industry 2.0 now we are almost in industry 5.0 so at any time i think we as human as human beings we had to deal with challenges we had to struggle with problems And um, the VUCA term is just describing what is happening, this volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. And therefore my attitude is always in a way of understanding what is it about and really trying to find solutions and especially with the approach starting with the end in mind. So what should be different after I have made some interventions, for example, so I'm always looking at for me, the glass is always half full, so I'm a positive and optimistic person still. I don't underestimate problems and, and, and critical issues, uh, but getting back, or uh, answering your question in short, it's really a positive attitude because we have so much influence as long as we are willing to see these things from, from a different perspective and being in an attitude like an as-well-as approach instead of an either-or Approach. So that's my attitude.
0: All right. So by the time that uh, uh, we need to try to find solution, solutions, there is a there is a thing there that uh, is called human error. So <laughs> that means by okay, I will try to find solutions, but I will definitely uh, fail at first. Maybe at the second try, or even at the third try. So what is going on there, and how? Uh, how can I deal with uh, me, I mean, and the people that, that are hearing us, how yeah. do we deal with the human error in this VUCA situation?
1: Yeah. Uh, first of all, we should really accept it because that's the way it is. <laughs> Having an openness um, and being really a hand to heart being really saying I'm a human being and I think this is very I'm a German person and in Germany we have a lot of things we don't allow ourselves yeah so first of all really I think we really need to be open to allow ourselves that we are human beings and that human beings are able to make mistakes and to fail and to create errors so this is I think the first thing Uh, also a matter of attitude mindset how we say and you know in, in 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 germany i don't know the discussion uh, in in your country or worldwide but in germany we are talking a lot about a failure culture in organizations
0: mm-hmm. so
1: we need to be open yeah we need to be agile and we can only be agile if we allow to adapt and and where do we have to adapt to we have to adapt for example to errors to failures because many many errors or failures were the the the, the source for innovation so I mean there wouldn't be any innovation without a failure if if everything goes smoothly and just according to plan we would not live in this VUCA world or we wouldn't have the impact of this VUCA phenomena. So definitely I think to have a right discussion about failures and uh, understand okay what is a failure and sometimes it's not really the error sometimes you simply misunderstood something and, and unfortunately I don't know the difference in the English meaning in Germany we have failure as a mistake and we have irrtum which is a word you, you are wrong with your maybe understanding so there is a difference and i think we really have to be clear what are we talking about mm-hmm. we have maybe not a right understanding and therefore we act in in a kind of failure or error way or do i do i really uh, don't know it better or am I maybe not able to create the right thing and therefore I'm not prepared <laughs> to avoid failures
0: so this is where uh, resilience comes because yes. uh, the, the the way to go through this to navigate through this as far as I can understand is by repetition so you have to have the capacity the ability and the willingness uh, to navigate uh, taking under consideration and to accept yes. by accepting that we all are failable, and that uh, the human error is there. Uh, great, uh, great insights, and very, very nice uh, the way that you remind us uh, the difference between the types of mistakes uh, yes. by default or by understanding. Okay, so.
1: And, and Spiros, just one ad. I think the main thing is, first of all, resilience is definitely definitely a solution for navigating a WUCA world. This is one thing, but um, we, we, we also have to be um, open to um, to to allow failures, because once I know what is best case and what is worst case, I think that's the main thing. We have to be aware about the consequences. And this leads to clarity. I mean, I'm much dealing with the VUCA positive prime vision, understanding clarity and agility, adaptability. And if we people are clear about consequences and am I willing to pay the price, for example, yeah, then I think it's easier to decide. And we really need to be, that's my saying, we need to be decided to decide, take decisions. And it's also a decision. Is it an error? Is it a failure? Was it the best case? Was it the worst case? What could it be good for?
0: So, uh, again, it is a matter of capacity and uh, yeah, there there was no better way to express it. Thank you. Uh, So, why should individuals, teams and organizations uh, deal with VUCA? Why, according to your experience and your understanding, all these years through your business journey?
1: Uh, At least it's part of the reality they are living in. you know i i I want to answer in a different way uh when i'm when i'm talking about WUCAM, there are three categories of interested people the first category is they never heard about vuca and they want to understand what vuca is Mm -hmm. so they it's about understanding and maybe yeah being able to talk about vuca There, the second group the second category they say well, I understood what VUCA is. Um, I need to understand what are the impacts to my organization, to my environment. And mm-hmm. the third category is they say, listen, I don't mind how to name it. If it's VUCA or anything else, we have Bani, we have RAP, we have different, different terms. In the meantime, they, said I, they say, I really need to know to understand how to deal with the impacts. And so I think getting back to your question why, um, first of all, you really have to understand is it impacting you? Because maybe if you are working in an environment that has been dynamic for all the time since you started, for example, being on a job, then you would not really realize VUCA because you are maybe able to deal with all the phenomena, with with, with the effects. And uh, maybe you're a type of person like me. I'm a type of person. I say, okay, VUCA, so what? Yeah. So then, it's not really an an obvious uh, or evident occupation with VUCA. Still, uh, I I need to be aware about the impacts, and um, there are a lot of impacts. And we are living in a in a globalized world, and we have a lot of. I mean, we, we are all a system, a worldwide system, and anything is an impact on another thing. So to be aware how it attracts me, how it affects me, this would be definitely one reason why I have to deal with it. And another thing is, If I can much better understand, okay, what is it what hurts me, what maybe um, makes it dangerous for me, what makes it maybe not understandable for me, is it more the volatility, is it more the uncertainty, is it more the complexity or the ambiguity, I can gain a kind of clarity about it. And this means that I can choose my means how to deal with it. In Germany, we have the Austrian um, communication uh, professor, Paul Watzlawick, he said, if you only have a hammer, then every problem is a nail. And this is very good because, I mean, not every problem is a nail, but if you only got a hammer, then you only have one way how to deal with it. And this will definitely cause some problems or at least more error than, (laughs) more failure than success. And so therefore, um, yeah, there are really problems. And it's not only about challenges of VUCA. We are really facing problems and we are facing definitely so, so big, big problems like the war in Ukraine, for example, uh, all the, the energy change, all the sustainability discussions and all these, uh, they might become really problems. And so definitely I have to deal with it. I'm part of it. As long as I'm concerned, and as long as I'm not living on an island and even on the island, maybe if, we, if the, the, the icebergs uh, icebergs melt, then my island will not be an island anymore. Yeah? So I really, I'm concerned and, and I think the degree, the grade of how I'm concerned by this VUCA world, of this VUCA world, this should really attract my attention to deal with it.
0: All right, so uh, that is the, the reasoning. So, what are the practical aspects for uh, organizations first, and uh, of, on individuals that yes. they work in yeah. The organizations?
1: Yeah. Uh... I mean, a lot of organizations are doing good already, and even human beings are doing good. You mentioned, for example, one thing: um, be good to yourself. Really strengthen your own resilience. Yeah, being aware that we are living in a in a world where you have this either-or mode, where you really have to concentrate on your own strengths, for example, on your own abilities. Um, really think about the word no, really say no, no that's not my show, that's not my party for example, this could also be a very easy thing which is not trivial to, mm-hmm. to, to do for yourself um, it's a definitely also solutions about communication we really need to communicate with each other we need the understanding this is this positive VUCA we need to understand okay for example what is it about what could be a good practice how could we approach what if these what if scenarios i think this is a very good approach to first of all gain maybe some 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 vision about what what do we have to head for Mm -hmm. and um, and then there are a lot of things like, like the companies. Um, uh, when I come to companies as an organizational consultant, very often they are talking about concepts, uh, leadership concepts, yeah? uh, organizational concepts. And I, I definitely say walk the talk. For example, um, the leader should really be aware of psychological safety. This concept by Amy Edmondson. Yeah. When I ask them, okay, um, what does it concretely mean and how do your organization really practice psychological safety? Yeah. They sometimes even don't have an answer. Oh, psychological safety. What was it? I said, OK, this means that you have an environment that you create an environment where everybody dares to go to take risk, where every every opinion counts. Yeah. And that not it's not a top down approach, but it's really a collaborative and co-creative um, uh, environment, for example, just to take one aspect of leadership yeah mm-hmm. but of course also solutions are really to look at your business model maybe your business model has been really valid for the last years but now it's not we had this covid pandemic we have the, the ukrainian war um, currently we have a lot of impact so that really challenges your business model and sometimes i think uh, i mean this is many very very general approaches but also to unlearn. I think unlearning is also an approach to deal with wu Not uh, uh, Lifelong learning is fine. And I definitely stick to that. But maybe also refrain from things you did. And really uh, let loose. Or really like we are doing a bit in our session today. Go with the flow. And this gets back to attitude. And do you allow yourself? Are you not anxious um, like Barney, the Barney uh, term, uh, brittle and anxious. Are you not brittle, and or at least not, is it not brittle enough? Is it not, are you not anxious enough to deal with it? Mm-hmm. So I think we have a lot of influence if we look at ourselves and uh, look at the others with whom we can collaborate and co-create and uh, find solutions. Sometimes you don't have a solution right now, but maybe it gets by, you, you gain it by, by looking at the problem, exchanging, trying expect yeah. and adapt agile methods
0: uh, I will try to be as kind as possible and please uh, neither you neither our uh, listeners or viewers take me wrong. I will uh, do a provoking question. Please you uh, previously said that um, most of the organizations and I assume globally are doing well. But on the other hand, there is an information that says that the organizations that they create innovations is innovation is just the 7% globally. So where is the borderline and where is the line uh, between the doing well and the create innovation? Because otherwise, according to my understanding, it is that we consume uh, innovation and uh, we talk agility, Human failure, uh, uh, economics, financially, all that stuff. So, uh, what do you think?
1: Uh, it's again an either or question. I think it's not; it cannot be answered by either or. Um, it's uh, money makes the world go round. Still, I mean, uh, the more we have, VUCA, the less this is valid. Money makes the world go round, and I would like to answer your question in a way like: as long as uh, a company is happy in gaining and gaining and, and deserving money and at least the means to, to operate, then there is no need for innovation. It, it, it sounds a bit flat, <laughs> but still, I mean, no pain, no gain. If, if a company knows that his or her market is only really active with innovations coming from this company, that they have to be innovative if they are delivering to the market products which everyday life requires and there will be no change so why why worry so the thing is really i mean we have a big discussion in germany uh, germany has been made in germany for example this was really this was this was something way back when we are really losing our status here in germany and we are definitely missing the chance for innovation and uh, i think it's getting back also um, to what, what 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 do I offer as a company, what kind of people I'm attractive for, what do I allow? It's again coming back to a failure culture. It's a, a culture of responsibility, accountability, trust, yeah. So um, I think the people, the, the companies, the organizations have to look for that. But for sure, I mean um, there will always be companies, organizations that innovate mm-hmm. The question is if you want to be one of those, and if it's worth it. So, um, In a way, I'm optimistic. Uh, in a way, I'm a bit pessimistic that things will stay like they always were. For example, take Germany. I mean, even this changes Germany. I mean, I would I would love to live in one of the most attractive countries in the world. But if we don't do our homework and definitely in Germany, we don't do our homework proper enough, properly enough. So then it's again the price, again, the price I have to pay.
0: I agree. And uh, let's do kind of the same with the leadership. So a lot of knowledge, resources, books, podcasts. Uh, uh, it was a conversation I had with uh, our very first guest in this podcast, uh, Mr. Ken Reynolds. Uh, there is all this knowledge out there, and um, wh- why is leadership in the same situation nowadays? <laughs>
1: um, you mean in the same situation that it's not really uh, powerful, or what do you mean with the same situation?
0: All thriving, uh, inspirational, uh, and uh, making you know the, to, to do the work the talk and uh, inspire people and uh, drive the organization a step further. And all that stuff an organization needs. Why at the end, we, me and you, I mean, as professionals or Mr. Reynolds, uh, why are we still existing uh, if everything is okay?
1: Uh, um, I mean, first of all, the the debate has to take the fish and not the fisherman. So, in many companies, um, they have a kind of socialization, like the really management-style, top-down, command and control. And as long, again, as this works, because each organization has the employees it deserves. That's what what I think. Yeah, if yeah. it's if it's if it's a really tough managed company, and uh, neither the the, lead, the the managers nor the employees, the staff is um, used to leadership style they will not miss it you will not miss anything you don't know Mm -hmm. maybe you have a need Um, but what the question also is about we are getting new generations Uh, i mean i'm i'm a, a baby boomer and i will get 60 in may i was born in 1963. so but we are having people joining the management level being 28, 29, 30 years old. So it's definitely a different generation. And these different generations, X, Y, Z and Alpha, the new that are joining as as, as um, apprenticeship uh, people, uh, they they have different needs. They have different values. And these values, like, for example, a life balance work, uh, things like we want to, to save the world by sustainability and and then really uh, challenging old methods and old old uh, politics and and philosophies um, they definitely have an impact and if you want to be attractive as an employer for the newer generations then you definitely have to practice much more leadership so this is definitely a requirement and in Germany we have a very uh, high demographic aspect so it says that in about when is it I think it's about uh is it 15 or 20 years i always forget the the figures but we will have a lack of 1.5 million people employees working craft the work craft will decrease by 1.5 million people and we cannot exchange them we cannot we really have to be open for example for different um, nationalities so we also need new people in our country for always talking to uh, for germany and um, so leadership is about really giving a framework where people can be successful where they can act according to their abilities their maybe talents their needs their ideas so this is also about um, leadership intercultural uh, leadership is required so still working at the organization being able to do a proper management is also valid so it's again not the either or but the as well as
0: i really enjoy our conversation waltrad because uh, you're putting so many and great uh, insights to to this uh, episode um, <laughs> yeah. why, why is it important to differentiate between change management and transformation
1: ah it's again with the hammer i mean if it's a nil you need a hammer if you want to fix past and then go with change management, but if you really want to create future, then maybe try transformation. So it's it's a different purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, very often it's said, yeah, we need to ha- do uh, change management uh, because we need a new business model. All
0: right.
1: And then I'm asking, oh, sorry, this is a bit paradox. A new business model is something really new. Maybe you can see what experience from the past you may use. But if you really, and this is maybe a very, very flat um, uh, differentiation between change management and and transformation, fix the past is more the change, create future is more the transformation. And then I love to work with the picture of this caterpillar that becomes a butterfly. So the caterpillar is much more the change, it changes, 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 but it will die. And... The good good thing about it is the result is a, a butterfly mm-hmm. so if you want to have a butterfly then it's a transformational thing and both a butterfly and the, and the caterpillar they both have different systems mm-hmm. so it's really uh, a closed system it's really um, different rules it's really different outcomes and um companies always use this term change management in a in a not specific way and sometimes it's really about not fixing not only fixing the past but improving the maybe improving the 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 present Mm -hmm. presence that this is also good but that they really have to talk about what what is our target what is our aim why do we need what and this should really be much more clear uh, in the terminology as well, because words create reality and my brain reacts to either change or transformation. And, tra- and, and, and who wants to transform? Who wants to be transformed? Even who wants to be changed? I mean, this is another thing <laughs> which the organizations should really be aware of and be clear about. And, then, and therefore, by the way, VUCA, if we put it in a positive way, ambidextry, working with both hands, is one answer to this a this ambiguity, and this is mm-hmm. what it needs. I think you need both, maybe at the same time. But sometimes it's different people who are really keen to do change or to do transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, more and more, the organizations should really think about this approach of the ambidexterity that they do both things at the same time, yeah. having two different systems in one company still in the the idea that we need to save our presence we need to be stable and effective but we don't want to miss the chance to be innovative and and quick because this dynamic this dynamic which is created by VUCA even furthermore this dynamic has to be handled
0: I love the parallelism that uh, you did with the caterpillar and the butterfly because it is uh, one more time another uh, proof let's say that nature is giving us the guidelines the the, the way that nature is handling yes. uh, the, the situation so uh, one of the key aspects is for us for humans is to return and or uh, not not return by rejecting the rest of the things but mm-hmm. let's um, see what the uh, touch the contact with the nature yeah. has to uh, has to give us through a more detailed and precise um, uh, yeah, watch and uh, understanding uh, of what's going on out there. Um, I have something um, interesting for you. That's <laughs> help uh, to a practical way, I mean, um, to know and to navigate through the other frameworks like the bunny you said, the rap, uh, the tuna and all those frameworks that uh, came up especially after the pandemic. The question is, does it help in a practical way to cope with, to deal with those frameworks, with all these frameworks and to uh, gain knowledge on Mm -hmm. frameworks?
1: Mm. Uh, Honestly, I cannot really answer yes or no. I know that there is a theoretical discussion about uh, uh, terms Mm -hmm. And what I I was researching, I had the idea of a book project and I was researching about the how can you implement VUCA as a solution. Mm -hmm. And there is really not much of it because um, what I found that the things, the frameworks are mostly describing. They describe situations, but it's not really on a practical um, uh, level. To apply, how to apply VUCA? This was the question, and I, I'm, I'm just sitting at, a, at an article which I will, which will be published um, in in uh, in a journal, and I'm I'm researching about how to apply VUCA, and I think this gets to your question: how to apply VUCA? How can the, the VUCA Barney, RAPD, uh, TUNA, any other framework help to 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 navigate VUCA? I think at least. Um, Sometimes you really have to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes it's really looking at what has been successful, what has been impactful. So sometimes it doesn't need new approaches, because, for example, also um, agile working style. yeah, doing things in an iterative way, cutting, uh, slicing the elephant, how you say it, into small elephants. I mean, if you're coming from project management, you, you know, this maybe you did it in a waterfall approach. Yeah. Okay. You did one thing after the other, but even in, in, in project management, you have the PDCA circle, um, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, uh now I'm missing the translation plan to check act. Yeah. So it yeah. was also, it's also a kind of iterative approach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which now is heightened by, with the scrum logic, for example. So, your question, it, it, it will help, but I think it's not not the WUCA itself or the terms um, itself that they will help, that they have the practical approaches. It's about how people understand the problem and get maybe a clarity about what would be a better situation, what could be maybe starting with the end in mind, starting uh, doing backcasting instead of forecasting, for example, this could be a method. That you, you you cannot forecast anymore in a WUCA world, but maybe you can do backcasting because you can be much more clearer about what do I want to obtain, what are my ga- targets, what are my goals, what means do I have, which kind of resources do I have available? So I think we, we definitely have to ask different questions. Awesome. And sorry if it's maybe a, at, a, at a stage a bit uh, more philosophical, but this is why I'm why I'm glad to share these ideas with you because once I speak to leaders and I give them these ideas, I give them these impulses, they always they always connect. I mean the synapses in their brains, they always connect with practical uh, answers. Mm-hmm. and i'm not the one you know that's why i say I, i'm a facilitator i'm not a really consultant i'm not a moderator i'm a teacher facilitating is about enabling encouraging empowering so and that's what i think uh, having a thing like wuka barney or whatever is a very good field where you can really be open to discuss it and understand it and maybe yes really facilitate empower the people to try a different way encourage them to think uh, from just an Different perspective. Yeah. Enable them, for example, with some tools. But mm-hmm. as you say, a fool with a tool is still a fool. So, yeah, at least um, it's maybe there is no right or wrong.
0: <laughs> awesome. 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 Well, so, uh, why someone? Uh, what are the services uh, for someone that can hire you?
1: Um, well, w- with really my 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 passion i'm <laughs> maybe you have noticed it i'm an organization developer in a way uh, that i really uh, work with tr- like to work and that's why i'm hired i work with organizations who have some pain points sometimes they don't understand really what is going on so we really get on a discovery journey and try to find out, out okay where are the weak points what are the problems what are the challenges and then um uh how to solve it, how to approach it with the company, uh, start with the people. So this is about change management, like those people involved who are concerned. Yeah. So you you um you you get my help whenever you want to understand the problems when you but also want to be very practical. For example, yeah, working with the teams, doing leadership consultancy, doing leadership trainings and um being co-creative with me and uh, so doing coaching and uh, very much also this sparring mostly on a sea level on a sea level uh sweet basis because these are the guys and more and more girls. i'm happy for that um who are taking decisions who are able to take decisions and this kind of sparring is really it's, it's really, it's amazing because it's not about I'm telling them or I'm training them, but we are really in this kind of discourse and really struggling for understanding and solutions. So, um, yeah, is this what answers your question? Yes,
0: definitely. Uh, and where, how can uh, someone find you and come in contact with you?
1: Um, first of all, I mean contacting you, Spurs, because... <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is for you, but definitely I, I have the I have web pages. I'm the the founder of two different web pages for the WUKA World. We have the German one, which is Wukawelt.de, de for Germany. We have the WUKA World.org which is the English uh, website, which has a lot of... It also shows the international connections we have, and we also have you already enclosed into our website. Yes, of course. (laughs) So this is wonderful that we have this website, and I have a lot of traffic. We have about 30,000 visitors per month. Mm -hmm. And um, then, of course, Baltrock Leser, if you Google my name, you also find my very individual, personal, German, original web page and LinkedIn. I'm on social media, uh, in social media on LinkedIn. I just quit from Instagram because Instagram was fine, but they are not really interested in what you are doing as long as you are not really selling a hard product. So yeah. yeah. And Twitter, <laughs> I refrain from Twitter. So LinkedIn is in the social media, the most used, uh, platform I'm active on.
0: Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, this was, uh, Waltraud. The contacts are available down to the comments. Thank you for being here to another VUCA leadership episode. Valdraud, thank you very much for accepting the invitation and for being here today.
1: Spiros, very much appreciated. Welcome, and uh, really, it was fun to talk with you and looking forward to all the other activities we may have in the future. Thank you, and thanks to the audience also for the attention and interest. Cheers. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.